Welcome to another episode of Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And in today's video, we have five of the craziest stories that took place recently all around the world that I know you're going to want to hear about. Today, we're digging into an interesting rescue mission for a missing college girl out in Utah that provides some very useful info in case you're in a similar situation. We'll hear about a storage unit with a very sinister secret, a UFO from Memphis. I'm telling you, we're going to learn the truth soon, as well as a killer son over in Europe and the surprising events surrounding the shopping cart killer. But before we get into that, did you know that all our podcast episodes are available with a full video component over on our Scary Mysteries YouTube channel? So head over there to put faces to the names, and remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you know when each episode drops. And now, here's the Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month for February 2022. Number 5. I Love You Text Message The practice of tracking the origin of an SMS message has gradually become widespread. This ability was even more useful for parents who wanted to track the location of their children just by using their devices. On December 13, 2021, Madeline Allen was reported missing after she was seen leaving her dorm at Snow College in San Pete County, Utah. Security footage showed the young woman wearing a jacket, a skirt, and flat shoes as she exited the building. An investigation was immediately launched, and police did everything in their power to locate the 19-year-old. Her parents were even more concerned, considering that their daughter has health issues that require attention all the time. The search for the Utah college student then ended on December 18th, it was a Saturday, when she was eventually found at a house in Loa in Wayne County by all reports, was kidnapped. And there are some disturbing details that were brought about into the light after her rescue. In an affidavit, it was discovered that the girl met a man named Brent Brown on a bondage chat group. And things moved fast after that between the two, and they decided to meet up in person. On the day that Alan went missing, Brown was in the girls' school dorm to pick her up and then they drove to the man's house in Loa, which is about 87 miles from Snow College. On December 14th, Alan's parents, Jonathan and Tanya, received a text from the missing girl that simply said, I love you. They didn't hear from her after that, and apparently Brown allowed the girl to text her mother and father, but took the phone back right after that. After finding out about Alan's disappearance in a news report, the abductor threw the girl's phone away. But it was already too late for him, as authorities already got what they needed to find the victim. What the Allens did was contact and ask the phone's network provider to locate the origin of the text message. After they found out, law enforcement then went straight to a home on North Main Street. When the investigators arrived, they saw a woman in the basement who scurried out of sight. Despite Brown's protest, 
his parents, who are the owners of the property, allowed police to do a search. It was at this point that they were able to determine that the person in the basement was actually the missing girl, and she was held in a coal storage area of the basement and was naked, covered in coal, when she was found. Alan's experience at the hands of her captor were gruesome, to say the least. She said that Brown raped her several times. He would also choke her and would cover her nose and mouth until she almost passed out. He would then tie her up whenever he went to work. The reason she didn't leave or tell anyone of her predicament was because of her fear that the kidnapper would actually go after her family. Madeline Allen has since been reunited with her mom and dad. Meanwhile, Brent Brown was arrested on several charges, including rape and kidnapping. Technology has certainly played a part in Allen's abduction, as this was where she made contact with her own abductor. And yet, it also helped usher in her salvation from captivity. Number 4. The Storage Unit Mothers are the epitome of unconditional love and endless affection. It's easy to picture them caring for their children, but sad to say, not every woman shares the same qualities. Stories of mothers harming and even killing their children have become far too prevalent in recent years, and this could be one of them. On November 13, 2021, Tullahoma police received a disturbing call regarding a discovery made at one of the storage units in Watson Storage, which is a self-storage facility in south-central Tennessee. This came to light when the unit's contents were auctioned off to the public. A report said that among the things found inside was a small igloo-type cooler, the kind that you would bring on a picnic or to a ball game. Upon inspection of that container, there they found remains. They weren't immediately identified as that of a human, but samples were sent to the medical examiner who determined that they did belong to a newborn baby. Upon checking the storage company's records, investigators learned that a certain Melissa McCann had rented the unit since March of 1994. McCann was in her mid-30s at that time. Now 62, the woman admitted that she rented the unit to store the remains of her full-term newborn baby who died shortly after birth. She reportedly delivered the child just a few days prior to making the rental. So in this regard, the police department arrested and detained McCain and she was charged by the Coffee County jury on two counts of abuse of a corpse. As this is still an ongoing investigation, authorities said that should new evidence of the crime arise, the accused will get additional charges. Questions are now being asked. What prompted McCann to store away her deceased baby back in 1994? And could it possibly be that she killed her own child? Number 3. Memphis UFO Sighting The year 2021 was just about to close when it happened. In the video, taken on December 27, 2021, a woman from Memphis, Tennessee witnessed something very strange appearing over the night sky. In this creepy segment of footage, the eyewitness can be heard swearing 
as she stares into the night sky. You can see orbs of light forming a line and then later a triangle, as if the objects were being controlled to perform those formations. Are they UFOs or something that we've created? No one seems to know, but adding more to the intrigue was the string of related news segments that came out just a few days prior. Before these lights were filmed in Memphis, reports had come in about a swarm of UFOs cruising around the skies above Chino Hills in California, and witnesses described them to be like giant orbs in the heavens. On December 9th, a pilot flying a commercial airline flight over the Pacific Ocean recorded what he strongly believes to be a fleet of UFOs, and that video shows 9 to 12 bright objects streaking through the clouds. They, too, fell into a formation. Skeptics were quick to point out that these could be nothing but anti-missile flares fired from a combat aircraft. But of course, the U.S. Air Force, and even the U.S. Navy, couldn't deny or confirm that they fired such flares. Giving more weight to the weirdness of this occurrence is the fairly recent announcement from the U.S. Department of Defense who, in 2020, launched a UFO task force. The objective of this initiative is to monitor and investigate reported UAP settings not only in America, but around the world as well. And in connection to this, NASA announced in December of last year that they had enlisted a group of theologians who will be working together to prepare humanity for alien contact. Yes, you heard that right. This space agency seems to finally recognize the presence of otherworldly entities. In a statement, they said that it's just inconceivable for Earth to be the only planet with life on it. A British priest and theologist from Cambridge University couldn't have said it better himself when he said, There are over 100 billion stars in this galaxy and over 100 billion galaxies in the universe. So the chance that we are the only ones is highly unlikely. Number 2. Killer Sun Some people just fail to look at the good aspects in their life, and because of that they become resentful and even angry. Entitled and ungrateful, these individuals tend to focus on what they've been missing, and this makes them unhappy and sometimes even murderous. It was in the summer of 2003 when British millionaire Sir Richard Sutton invited Anne Schreiber and her children to move to the Baronet's County Estate near Gillingham, Dorset. Mrs. Schreiber, a Danish-born physiotherapist, was more than willing to take the invite, and her three grown-up children shared the same enthusiasm as well, all except for one, Thomas Schreiber. Court records indicated that the 35-year-old felt bitterness towards his mother for leaving his biological father, David Schreiber, for the wealthy hotel owner. In 2013, the elder Schreiber died alone in a cottage where the family had once lived. Unknowingly, Thomas, an aspiring artist, had been harboring considerable and lingering grudges against both his own mother and her new lover. Aside from this issue, he also felt that he was unfairly treated compared to his two sisters. 
Reports said that he had been receiving a 1,000 euro monthly allowance from Sutton. The latter also gave him 100,000 euros to help him buy his own house. Time passes by and the sentiment only continues to grow. Then came the recent COVID-19 lockdown and things got even worse inside the Sutton household. There were multiple incidences wherein the younger Schreiber had an altercation with the man of the house. For instance, there was a time when he got loud and aggressive towards his sisters. Sir Richard intervened, but instead of toning it down, Thomas instead struck the older man in the face. Then the worst and apparently last altercation happened in April of 2021. Coincidentally, this was the eighth anniversary of the death of Thomas's alcoholic father, David. The report said that Schreiber used a knife to stab to death the multimillionaire at the country estate in Dorset. The victim suffered three deep wounds to the face and five to the chest. Thomas also attempted to murder his mother, who was basically bedridden due to an illness. The mom, though, managed to survive, but was hospitalized extensively. Schreiber then took off in a Range Rover, which he drove dangerously on a central London highway. This got the attention of armed police who made a pursuit of the man. Cornered, the suspect grabbed a knife and stabbed himself in the chest. He also prompted the officers to shoot him. He was subsequently arrested and charged with murder and attempted murder, as well as driving dangerously. In December of that year, Thomas Schreiber was found guilty of all charges and sentenced to life with a minimum of 36 years. The convicted was described to be a man with a very bad temper, who showed neither respect to his mother or Sir Richard, who literally took care of their family when their father neglected them. For such an ungrateful and self-entitled person, many believe that 36 years in prison, should he get out, just isn't enough. Number 1. Shopping Cart Killer Not every serial killer has a signature routine, but some of them are found to exhibit a pattern of behavior either before, during, or after committing a crime. There's no particular reason, but psychologists do say that we humans are slave to our habits, and it is in these patterns that most criminals get caught. In November of 2021, the police in Virginia reported the separate discovery of two dead bodies in an abandoned lot in Harrisonburg. The victims were later identified to be Aline Redman, a resident in Harrisonburg, and Tanita Smith, who hailed from Charlottesville. Both women had previously been reported missing, and the initial investigation determined that their deaths took place at two separate times. It didn't take long for authorities to catch their suspect. From a handful of material evidence, Virginia police were able to track down and arrest Anthony Robinson. The details of his crimes are terrifying, and in a press briefing made by the Fairfax County Police Chief, it was discovered that the 35-year-old would often meet his victims on dating apps. Once an agreement was made, he would then bring them to a motel, and it was here that Robinson would inflict pain and trauma on the helpless women. 
Ultimately, after killing them, the man would transport the bodies to their final resting place using a shopping cart. In video surveillance footage, the killer has been seen doing this exact thing, and this is where he got the moniker, the shopping cart killer. Robinson has since been arrested and charged with two counts of first-degree murder and two felony counts of concealing, transporting, or altering a dead body. And, just recently, new developments arose suggesting that the accused may have claimed more lives than what the police initially believed. In December of 2021, Virginia police said that they had uncovered the death of two females whose bodies were found near an inn in Alexandria. One of the victims is thought to be a reported missing woman from Washington, D.C. named Cheyenne Brown. A quick trace of cellular data placed the 29-year-old Ann Robinson in the same location on September 30th of that year. It was also on this exact night that the woman was reported missing. Although they still have to wait for DNA confirmation, Brown's family positively identified her based on a distinct tattoo. Meanwhile, the remains of the second person were found inside a large plastic container. A shopping cart was supposedly found next to that container, and police said they still need some time to positively identify the victim. It was surprising to note that Robinson does not have a prior criminal record, considering how many innocent lives he allegedly ended. It's safe to say that authorities may have been dealing with a serial killer in the making. So that's going to do it for today's episode. And if you're interested in even more terrifying topics and graphic content, or if you just want to show us support for the content we put out each and every week, then go check us out on Patreon. Scary Mysteries team is a group of people who love telling good stories. We aren't backed by any companies or other funding, so please consider checking us out over on patreon.com slash scary mysteries. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon.